NamNab is a podcast that deals with the grisly details of a variety of topics, including true crime cases, government cover-ups, conspiracies, and the paranormal. This content is not suitable for everyone. Viewer discretion is advised. She was murdered. Summer dudes. Welcome back. This is not a monster, not a boogeyman. I'm Nami. I'm Janae. I'm Les. And we've been doing some really rough cases recently, so I wanted to give us a collective break. Um, You guys have no clue (laughs) what I'm talking about, but you will, and you'll be sad about it. (laughs) So today's case uh, was originally featured on Unsolved Mysteries in 1993 and Paranormal Witness on Sci-Fi in 2011, Um, but as like witches on this podcast um i thought it'd be fun to see your reactions to the shit show that is happening here so always (laughs) this this is gonna be a fun one for us (laughs) um i do have some trigger warnings for this one so there are mentions of child abuse um but other than that i have my sources and they will be listed on the blog don decker was born 1962 unfortunately don would be physically abused by his grandfather james crishaw from the time he was seven years old Don was arrested at the age of 21 for receiving stolen property and was serving a four to ten month sentence in the county jail when uh, he received word that his grandfather had passed away at the age of 63. Don felt relief that the evil in his life was gone and wished to attend the funeral, um, so he was granted furlough and traveled, traveled to Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania on February 24th, 1983. Uh, Don's parents were continuing to glorify his abuser and did not uh, want to welcome Don back into their home, so he decided instead to spend the night at the home, uh, the f- home of his friends Bob and Jaylene Ke- uh, Kiefer, I believe. <laughs> it's a dope last name. <laughs> oh. um, they wanted to help him and get him help him get his life back on track. Um, upon entering their home, he felt uneasy and like something was wrong. This would be the beginning of several hellish days for everyone around Don Decker. When he went upstairs to wash up for dinner, Don describes like he felt he was in a vacuum. Everything was cold and still before he collapsed to the floor and saw a vision of an old man wearing a crown in the bathroom window laughing at him. This reminded him of his grandfather who had just passed um, when he received deep scratches on his wrist by an unknown force. He made his way downstairs um, once more to join his friends for dinner. Not feeling like he could explain what uh, he had just experienced in the bathroom, Bob noticed the injuries um, on his friend's arm and immediately became concerned for Don, uh, reassuring him. And Don, like, sat here and was like, I'm not self-harming. This is not what this is. Yeah. Um, this is something else. Hate that. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't like that. It gets like, worse. I, I keep... <laughs> this case is weird. It's just, like, it gets weirder and weirder. Um, So he was now, he felt like he was forced to disclose what had happened to him in the bathroom. Yeah. Um, Because he just didn't want to mention it because that's fucking creepy. (laughs) Right. When dinner concluded, they moved to the living room to hang out, and there was a loud noise from above when suddenly water began to drip down the walls. Bob touched the wall and found the water was actually sticky and was beginning to seep out of nowhere in uh, in concerning amounts, leading to the friends to contact their landlord while Don was uh, stuck in a trance-like state. He later uh, notes that he felt like he was stuck out of fear since he uh, 
was now convinced that he wasn't it was his fa- in fact his grandfather's spirit attempting to hurt him what um, the fuck did it have any like color it was just clear it was just sticky clear. liquid yeah all right it's no fucking bizarre deal. yeah it's just poltergeist <laughs> well and i was gonna kind of side note here Water dripping out of nowhere um, is considered the sign of a poltergeist or a powerful spirit. They also leave random puddles in places where puddles have no business being. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just like a sign. Like, so, like water is just a, just a sign of spirits sometimes. So, huh? That's I did not also know that. concerning. I didn't know that either. That's really interesting. I think there's a very popular, or famous, um, like haunted thing um it's like this house i think they refer to it as the devil house and like one of the common things there is like this weird sticky water-like substance raining down the windows that is like one window is constantly like almost greasy isn't that like ectoplasm or whatever potentially could be never considered that but yeah Hmm. Um, they searched for a provable source like plumbing, but discovered that there were no part, uh, pipes in that part of the house, making it impossible. Um, what made it even more apparent it was not the plumbing was when they realized that the water was not just dripping down the walls, but also would travel up to the ceiling from the floor and move sideways across the room. They quickly realized that they were dealing with something over their heads. Um, so Bob called the police to come witness the phenomena and perhaps offer some assistance. Hey, cops, can you deal with this weird ghost shit? I mean, what do you do in that situation? You're like, I can't do anything here. That's true, but I wouldn't call the police. Yeah, no. no. I'd call a priest before I'd call the police. <laughs> Damn. I <would> <laughs> yeah, I would oh, call yeah, or my mom, I guess. Call you guys. <laughs> Dude, there's weird sticky shit on my walls. <laughs> What's what the happening? fuck is Someone going over on? here? <laughs> Someone bring their witch shit and come here. Thanks. <laughs> I need a cleanse. <laughs> Uh, these officers arrived and also saw the strange events occurring right before their eyes. Notably, a large water droplet began to form in the middle of the room before flying off into the darkness of the kitchen. He t- they took photos of the rain that was appearing out of nowhere on the walls. The police uh, could not do anything, obviously, in this situation, so they left, but returned a few hours later with their chief in tow, who did not believe for a second that what was occurring could be paranormal. Of course not. And I'm like, okay... <laughs> What the Explain fuck is yourself, it then? But okay, <laughs> that's a perpetrator. <laughs> <laughs> How, sir? Um, but he said, obviously, it has to be a plumbing issue, um, so that he ordered the officers to not come back to the house or respond to anything happening at the house. Oh, that seems good. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah. And also because of this, he told them not to file a report on the incident. And I'm like, that's a little sus. Yeah. But okay. Rude. Oddly enough, everyone noted that the rain was only occurring in the living room where Don and the others were located. Some accounts of this incident say that the group needed a break from the nonsense that was now, they were now on their 23rd hour of dealing with it. So this is not like a quick thing. It's been nonstop raining in this house for 23 hours. It's fucking terrifying. What the fuck? Um, so his... Don and his friends decide, like, fuck this place, we're going to go to a restaurant instead. Um, while the landlord and his wife stayed at the home. Immediately, the rain ceased, telling them that Don and or his friends had been the cause of the rain. Um, thinking they could escape the downpour was a mistake, and when they entered the restaurant, the water began to fall there again. 
Um, or there as well, I suppose. Fuck that. No. The owner of the restaurant, located uh, across the road from their home, had come over earlier and seen the rain. Um, so they believed it was the work of the devil. Of course. Because they don't understand it. So it must be the fucking devil. Yeah. Yep. What state are they in again? Uh, Pennsylvania, I believe. Uh. Um, And that the devil had been working through Dawn. Um, When the rain began, she gave Dawn a crucifix, which burned his hands. Um, So she proceeded to call the church to perform an exorcism on the young man. Oh, fuck. Yep. Yep. And nothing said (laughs) about this exorcism or, like, even if this person even showed up. Maybe they didn't schedule. (laughs) I don't know. But... Yeah, they're just... I don't know if she like, was, was saying made. she wanted to, but she didn't. Just as before, when Don and his friends left the restaurant, the rain stopped. Um, but this particular account of them going to the restaurant, that's only told in some versions of this hmm. story. So it could... This could part could be not true. Hmm. It's one powerful fucking spirit. Yeah. Well, it's definitely attached to you, boyo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is terrifying. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. Upon their return to the home, uh, the landlord's wife confronted Don, believing that he was purposely uh, causing these uh, things to occur. Yeah. I'm doing this on purpose. Yeah. (laughs) The devil, of course. It's the logical reasoning for anything I don't understand. (laughs) Uh, The accusation and following interrogation upset something, causing pots and pans to shake in the kitchen. Don, who was once again in a trance, suddenly was lifted five to six feet in the air and thrown violently across the room, and new claw marks appeared on his other arm. These now were resembling a king's cross. What the fuck? This is a very powerful demon! Okay, so this is possession? (laughs) Are you going to fucking surprise me here, or what? (laughs) Officers were on their way back to the home despite the orders of their chief, um, given that they were now worried about leaving the couple in the situation. Jeannie... Uh, brought out a Bible to protect them and the action turned the hostility of whatever spirit was there onto her and the water was now targeting her. Um, when the officers arrived and uh, one gave Don a crucifix that once again burnt his hands. The rain reappeared and Don was thrown across the room once more um, and the police quoted as with the force as though a bus had hit him. Jesus! Yeah. This is fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. This is in the 80s you said? Yeah. See, I always read possessions as old-timey regardless of when they happen. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it's fair. I need fair. to be reminded. This time the police were all also were there to uh, see when three more claw marks appeared on Don's neck and were now bleeding. Claw marks? Yep. So he's been scratched three separate times so far this night. On the third night, the landlord... Uh, finally was able to convince the preacher to, to an attempt an exorcism. Um, all priests and ministers having turned him down so far uh, when they heard the details. The preacher arrived to the home and began to pray, this causing Don to convulse violently and he f- uh, the feeling of the home shifted. The rain stopped and the preacher believed that he had successfully performed the exorcism on the young man. The following few days were without incident and Don returned to jail f- to finish out his sentence. When Don arrived in jail, the warden noticed that there was an apparent shift in the young man. His demeanor was now threatening and frightening to the other inmates. And he's not a big dude. This is like a, a pretty small dude. It's the demon. The demon. 
Only a few days later, it began to rain in Don's cell, drenching he and his cellmate, who had been begging the officers uh, to save him. This event was seen by two guards and a janitor, but Don, um, to Don, this incident felt different. He now felt in control of the rain and uh, proved so to a guard who told him to make it rain in the warden's office. The warden, Dave Jean, Dave Jeanhold, I don't know why that last name was so hard to say, <laughs> um, who was in office, uh, he was in his, in his office in a distant part of the jail and was hit in the middle of the chest by a single drop of water. Um, so this supported Don's claim that he could now control the rain. Right. I he didn't need to explain that, but yes. <laughs> um, this earned Don his own cell so they could ensure that no harm would come to the other inmates. Um, and the water, the water, the warden called for the ch- uh, prison chaplain to perform an exorcism. Let's <laughs> just piss it off some more. That yeah. sounds good. He won't die or anything. <laughs> I don't think they really care about that. <laughs> yeah, they're like, just get that fucking thing out of here. It's causing a lot of water <laughs> damage. It's pissing me off. The chaplain came to the jail to meet with Don, and his arrival. Um, upon his arrival, Don was accompanied by the smell of death, and the rotting flesh filled the area. And the area was once again filled with the telltale rain. The reverend opened his Bible and began to pray for Don. Uh, with each line, the smell of rot became stronger, and as did the rain, but the Bible did not become wet. The testimony from the chaplain was as followed. Um, all of a sudden, his demeanor changed, and the smell came into the room. I smelled the smell of death multiplied five times at least, evil foreboding. He raised his hand and rubbed his fingers together, and all of a sudden, it started to rain. It was like the devil's rain. It was a mist. It was the presence of evil. I opened the Bible, and I started to read to him, but the pages never became wet. So help me, it was a frightening thing. I think I was praying more for me than him. I prayed... Um, I prayed, and it was only a brief period, and the rain stopped. I hate this. I don't know how you can hear things like this and be like, ghosts don't exist. What? It's fucking bizarre. Fucking wild. (laughs) Um, Apparently, Dawn screamed in agony, and the rain stopped once the prayer was complete. Um, A feeling of great relief um, now fell over everybody. To this day, the officers involved still cannot explain what they have experienced in the home, nor can the staff of the jail. Don, now sometimes referred to as the Rain Man, is um, sure that the strange events are tied to his abuse and the malicious spirit of his grandfather, who might come back to torture him one last time in death. Paranormal investigators believe that this whole uh, case is true, and that some researchers feel the incidents can be explained by ice damage to the room, um, to the room and attic that caused the rain um, in, in the house. Um, but this does not explain the experiences witnessed by the guards and the staff in jail. Skeptics also wonder um, why there were not more photos or video proof of the evidence um, as technology was widely available at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And like some people argue that it was like it still wasn't like cell phones where you would just like whip out and take a picture. It was kind of a little bit more of a process. Mm -hmm. So that's the only reason I would think not and people are not just immediately like take a picture of it they're more experiencing it right and also like getting pictures of paranormal events is like pretty difficult it's pretty hard even with today's technology mm-hmm. so why did you just take a picture of it or something? <laughs> yeah. if it's real then what the fuck where's the proof yeah um there is one photo that comes up in the case that supposedly shows the rain on the walls um so we'll put that up on the instagram so you can see it. 
Um, but other than this, they say that there's no real documentation of the events. Researcher Robert Bar- Bartholomew <laughs> believes that the bizarre events can be explained by stress and possibly the weather. Um, he explains that, quote, human perception is unreliable and stress can be... Um, and stress can either can alter perceptions further. Bartholomew believes that this might be the case for the witnesses as well as Don Decker himself, since the witnesses were under the stress of believing they were in the presence of a demonic force while Don was serving time in jail and was experiencing the death of a relative um, and an abuser that I may add in one more time. Um, the translate state that Don entered when the rains first started may have been a triggered stress response or it could have been faked. He feels that this is more the case of social delusion than a paranormal experience. What a group social delusion? Mm-hmm. That's what he said. Because he, he's like, well, if people think that they're, they have a demon in their house, of course they're going to be under stress. And then they're going to perceive things strangely. Fair, but like stress to the point of like making something that specific yeah. up. Yeah. I don't and know. it's all the same thing. Right. I don't know. What about the fucking walk? Okay, so like a hallucination, like a group hallucination? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. People say those exist, but I personally have never really thought that's possible. Do you guys think that's possible? If so, how? I don't, I can't think of anything off the top of my head specifically other than like Foley do, which we know is two right. people. That's not yeah. a group, though. I mean, I, I know there's some things like if if enough people believe that one thing exists, it can you can will it into existence. Mm-hmm. So like, there's always that mentality. Then there's also just like you kind of spiral each other into hysteria. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I could see that. I don't know, man. The water's really getting me yeah. though. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems a little extreme to hallucinate. Yeah. Well, like the water at the house and the jail. Yeah. Right. And wasn't there one more place too? The diner the potentially. Diner. Yeah. yeah, potentially. Like it's the the diner's not brought up anywhere else, so interesting. I take that one with a little grain of salt. Bartholomew also wrote an academic article where he points out that for a line, long time that the case was uh, made to be one of the most compelling claims for paranormal activity, um, as it has four police officers and a jail officer who witnessed uh, witnessed it and have given their test uh, yeah their testimony. Um, their experiences and claims defy s- uh, scientific explanation, but since the testimonies were all inconsistent, there were no documentation of Don's injuries, um, or and there was no documentation of Don's injuries that were supposedly deep and bleeding. Um, he more believed that the story had become exaggerated over time, and when Don returned to jail, t- uh, the news of the rain incident had already reached the guards and er- and the inmates, so people were like psyched out. And they thought that like. Oh shit. Right. <laughs> Dude's a fucking demon. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's already scared. Yeah. So they're a little wigged out. Also, the depictions of the incident where the warden was getting hit in the chest with the droplet of water. Um, he says that he did not notice the wet patch until another officer had entered the office and pointed it out. The spot could have been from sweat or possibly he dropped uh, something on himself since he had also just finished his dinner. Mm. So. Okay. He's like, it's not exactly as it's told. Um, in addition to all this, the skeptics point out uh, there is a fun- phenomena called ice damming, um, and it's talked about in a report by Manufacturing Housing Research Alliance, 
This takes place in modern to high risk areas for like winter moisture issues in mm -hmm. houses. So um, ice sanding is that when warm air enters the attic and melts the snow that's on the roof. So then ice is formed underneath it and it pools water and can leak into the home causing this kind of rain effect. Okay. Um, but it's so not sticky. <laughs> yeah. And like it could have gotten into like some other substances that are in the house. Like sure. maybe... But, like, this is a very long time to be having this happen, I think. Right. And, like, is your house fucking full of sap? Like, otherwise, yeah. why is it so goddamn sticky in here? <laughs> uh, the home of Bob and Jeannie Kiefer has since been demolished, and there are no notes um, if they expected the home for proof of damage of this ice damming. Okay. So it's just kind of a theory that that might have been the case. Um, there was an odd update to this case in 2012 when Don was arrested for charges of arson um, and he turned himself in for lighting a restaurant on fire. But this is unrelated to the <laughs> incidents in 1983. And he says that he was actually just hired by the restaurant owners to set it on fire so they could get oh, insurance. Uh, insurance. Mm. Um, <laughs> I like how he could have used the demon cop out and he didn't. He was no. like, no, I was just hired by these folks. Yeah. Um, so obviously this damaged his credibility of his supposed possession. Um, so I guess we finish this off by, do you think that this is demonic, satanic possession, um, haunting by his abusive grandfather, a grand hoax made up by Don Decker, or a case of mass hysteria? Because it's a little confusing. I don't know, man. But I feel like the evil grandpa theory is pretty good. I, I like, like that it one too, because it's like it's also fucked up. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like that was too coincidental to just explain off without any actual proof either. Yeah, right. And he had feelings that it was his grandpa too. Yeah. I'm like I trust scared, that judgment. Like the inmates were scared. Why would they be scared of him? Right. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like the like oh, it's just a satanic demon is such a cop out when it comes to possession. Yeah. It's like all right, well you think everything's that so. Yeah. But the mass hysteria is interesting. It's a possibility I would not have considered if you yeah. had not brought it up. Me neither. Well, and I feel like that's one that a lot of people use to explain things that they can't explain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, obviously, no one saw that UFO. Everyone just right. imagined it. That's right. my first go-to, too, when I think of mass hysteria. Yeah. I just think of cover-ups. Yeah. So. That makes sense. Interesting. It was a weird one. What do you think? I think that it is his grandfather. I agree with that, or like some sort of possession. Mm -hmm. um, it's just like weird how hard or like how many explanations they had for everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, either you really, really are just trying not to believe, or like there's something deeper going on. Yeah. Well, if you want to see this weird rain mist shit, <laughs> Rain Man, <laughs> go check out our Instagram. Not a boogeyman. Man. If you are interested, we have all of our episodes as blog posts. Um, we're catching up on those, we promise, on uh, namnab.com. So if you, ha like me, have hearing problems and you want a nice little educational version of it with all of our vulgarity removed, <laughs> um, that's on the podcast blog. And if you would like to see more content or you want to have some power over our content, go join our Patreon. We want to do more stuff for you, but we need a little more support to 
get it going. So give me a reason to play video games. Come on, <laughs> we can hang out. Um, and that is linked in the show notes. Come back next week. I'm not sure what we're talking about yet. Could be our big case. Maybe not. I'm not sure yet. It'll be good though. <laughs> Prepare <laughs> thyself. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.